0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Shaking and Crying. I'm Rob Roberts.
1: And I'm Arya Snark, but call me Victoria if you're nasty. Thanks for checking out our show dedicated to geek culture, pop culture, and me mouthing off a lot. We did it, fam. We made it to episode one. Woo! After how many years of talking about this? I'm I, so excited.
0: I know we're finally doing this. So, what is this? We got to tell the listeners, like, what they're signing up for. Are we really oh. going to be shaking and crying? Like, what is this?
1: I mean, yes, we basically are going to be shaking and crying. But before we get to that, I want to say thank you to a friend of mine, Steve, for coming up with the name of our show. Um, he mentioned to me via text a few weeks ago when we were doing our, our test, uh, our test show that he always cracks up whenever you Rob say shaking and crying, shaking and crying, shaking and crying. And I realized, Oh my God, that's a perfect podcast name for us. So thank you, Steve.
0: I actually, I didn't realize he had come up with that. I thought you did that all by yourself. You could have totally taken credit. I would have never known.
1: I know, but I felt bad, and I love Steve, so I would—I wanted to give him credit on the air.
0: Oh well, that's the—that's the nice and right thing to do. So thanks, Steve. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, thanks,
1: Boo. Love you. So if
0: you guys don't know what shaking and crying actually means, like it's kind of a. It's kind of a term that I think is used on social media to basically describe like intense fandom like it describes like i don't i don't know like when twelve year olds hear about one direction, is that like the new thing then i don 't know they 're shaking think... and they're crying they're so excited or and this this even goes to like you don 't have to be a twelve year old girl to be shaking and crying. Fuck, you should have seen me when the Spice Girls reunited or when I was, <laughs> when I was watching the trailer for Mamma Mia 2. Like, or when you and I went to see Lady Gaga twice. Uh, um, shaking and totally crying. Oh, my God. Um, Hysterically crying. Yeah. So, so, I mean, and this show is about fandom and the nerd things that we like. And sometimes it's a little geeky, sometimes a little poppy. But at the end of the day, it's all sassy, right, Victoria?
1: It's all the sass. I don't know if you guys can handle how much sass we're going to bring to this show. <laughs> I'm really excited. You know, uh, I've known Victoria a really long time. Re- I think it's going on 10 years.
0: It is going on 10 years. In fact, I think this is, I think it was like New Year's Eve 2007.
1: No. I think. No. That, no? No. Because I came up when, um, when Cammy moved up and we met and you were dating he who shall not be named. Yes.
0: Lord Voldemort. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so basically Rob and I met through his ex and my very 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 good friend. Um and we always joke that when they broke up that Rob got me in the divorce.
0: I did. So. I did. It was the best th- it was the best thing about the relationship was the lady friends I made.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Screw him. We're awesome. <laughs> Well, clearly be- we're still together after 10 years where is he if this
0: show ever spins off there's another potential title screw him we're awesome all That's right true <laughs> anyway um so we've, we've been talking about doing this okay so i i guess we should introduce ourselves a little bit and then we'll talk about like where this came from so you you first lady um, who are so- you so
1: my name is Victoria, but my Instagram and like cosplay handle is Arya Snark because I am an Amazon, I am an amateur cosplayer and I am a snarky sum bitch who loves Game of Thrones. So hence Arya Snark, snarky, haha. Um I live in LA. I don't know if I just mentioned that or not. Um but Rob and I met when I moved up to Sacramento and our friendship has traveled all throughout California through my many 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 moves. Um yeah, so I mean that's basically who I am. You guys will figure out more about me as the show goes on. I'm sure. What
0: are your other? What are some of your other fandoms, real quick?
1: Um, everybody knows how much I love Harry Potter. I rocked my Hufflepuff jacket today because I'm a giant nerd. Um, I am a gigantic Disney fan, mm-hmm. so basically all of my cosplays are Disney and like formed around Disney. Um, but I'm also a big uh, musical theater dork, so. Disney, musical theater, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones. That's pretty much me in, in a nutshell.
0: Awesome. Uh, so I'm Rob Roberts. Uh, I'm 39, which I don't feel 39. I know a lot of I'm people. 30. A, a lot of people who say they're 39. 30 was nothing, girl. 30 was nothing. I know,
1: but it's like, oh, my God. I met
0: what? you at 29. Life had just begun. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. I met you. At, I wasn't even old enough to drink yet. Oh, when my we met. God.
0: Uh, anyway, uh, but I'm 39 now, so uh, I guess I'm gonna be 40 this year. But you know, it's it's all good. I think probably a lot of people that are gonna bother to listen to the very first episode of this podcast are either gonna be personal friends of yours, personal friends of mine, or people that know me from some of my other podcast pro- uh, projects. The most popular of which is well, God, it might actually be reading is fundamental. Um, but <laughs> also, <laughs> Orange Lounge Radio is another show I do, uh, and I've done that show live. For 15 plus years about video games and uh, gaming culture and that nerdy stuff. So that's a lot of my fandoms is, is tech nerdetry uh, and things. Because, you know, I started on the Atari 2600 when I was three years old. I wasn't an only child, but my brother and sister were much older than I was. So I kind of grew up like an only child. So I was kind of raised by Aunt Nintendo. So, yeah,
1: that kind of led... Super Nintendo growing up as a kid. So and I kind of was an only child for the first 10 years of my life. So I get it. So, oh, so you were like on the other si- you were on this other side of that, basically. Yeah. 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 So my brother, my brother came along when I was about 10 and a half. And then my sister came along when I was 16 and a half. So there's a gigantic age difference between me and my siblings.
0: God, the last time I saw your brother, he was like 11 or 12.
1: Yeah, he was 12. He's 19. He'll be. 20 this year wow i don't want to talk about it like <laughs> <laughs> I don't that whole aging <laughs> thing really
0: pisses me off
1: i know right good god
0: mm-hmm. but
1: yeah so i feel super old at 30 but you know i don't look it so that's what's important i guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> you sure don't and i will reinforce that whenever you need it
1: Thanks, boo. Love you.
0: Mwah. So obviously, Victoria and I are BFFs, and we uh, love to talk and gossip, or as we always quote the movie Josie and the Pussycats, highly underrated, by the way, piece so of-
1: One of the best movies ever made. <laughs>
0: highly underrated piece of cinematic culture. I mean, Parky po- or Parky Posies. Parker <laughs> Posies in it, and that's all you need to know.
1: Yeah. And there's a- and Ellen and Cumming. That's like, yeah, true. Can you ask for a better duo?
0: No. 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 And Alan Cumming is like, you know, then you go one degree from there, you get Romeo and Michelle. But anyway, uh, with Parker Posey, and there's a great line where she goes, let's gossip. And she makes a little uh, hand motion. So like Victoria and I, that's always our clue that we need to go uh, to the other back room and gossip about somebody. So that's kind of what we're doing here. Speaking
1: of Alan Cumming and Josie and the Pussycats, mm. I saw him in Cabaret a few years ago when I was in New York. Yeah. And I met him at the stage door. And then when he came up to me, I looked at him and I went, Eye contact, hand.
0: <laughs> did he get it? Do you know what the hell he you're doing? He
1: laughed. He laughed and he's like, I'm glad you enjoyed that movie. I'm like, <laughs> I did.
0: <laughs> he's like, I'm glad somebody remembers it. Although I wonder if maybe you weren't the first.
1: I probably wasn't.
0: Yeah. I think I've I've met a couple people on Twitter. In fact, I'm thinking of one particular friend of mine who I game with who actually like went and like ordered the vinyl soundtrack of Josie and the Pussycats.
1: That's amazing. Which
0: I guess was a thing earlier this year. I mean, I love the movie. I don't love the movie
1: that much. Well, maybe I do. I do love the movie that much. I wore my copy of the CD out when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, when it came out. How do you wear uh, a CD out? It's a, it it's just, digital. I listened to it so much that like the laser like ate through the disc. I guess I don't know, but it's possible. Um, yeah, I also met Rosario Dawson, and I have her. I had her sign my copy of the of the DVD, and she was like, "Oh my god, I didn't think anybody saw this," and I was like, "Girl, <laughs> you have no idea."
0: Yeah, the, um, how does the aging thing work for all of them? Like, probably like a lot of their big audience was a lot of kids who are now like you know thirty. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was what it came out in what, 2000, 2001, something like that. Yeah. But I was, I was probably like in early high school when that movie came out. So I was the perfect age demographic for it. Same with that with that and Mean Girls.
0: I don't even have that excuse. I was, excuse. I was mean Girls came out. I was in college and newly gay. So.
1: OK, so, yeah, you were the perfect demographic as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have so much in common. Oh, my so. God. All right so that 's a little bit about us that 's a little bit about our show so it uh, 's going to be brunch with uh, myself and Victoria talking about whatever 's going on in the world of uh, geek culture and pop culture and all that stuff we 're also going to invite you to participate with our show and you can do that via Twitter. We have a brand new Twitter account set up, and you can oh my tweet gosh, at us crying. you can tweet at us at shaking crying there 's no and in there because that name was too long, apparently. You can fit real Donald Trump or whatever the hell's name is into a tweet, but you can't fit shaking and crying. You can only do shaking and crying.
1: And I want to shake and cry, not with excitement, but with actual fear whenever I think of that orange
0: cheese doodle. <laughs> so shaking, crying is where you can follow us on Twitter and send us questions, and maybe we'll sash you with a tweet once in a while. Uh, at some point, this show is also going to be a part of the network that I do my other show on, uh, vognetwork.com. That's V-O-G-network.com. And you can also leave comments on episode pages, and we'll be reading some of those on the shows at later points. Yes. Yay. So. Yay. All right. How about some news? Let's do it.
1: Okay. Some news. Oh, God, tell me the stories. Oh, you have some stories for me. I
0: sure do. This is a big one. It's got a lot Ooh. of people's panties and a bunch. People like us because it's content creators, right? Oh. So, yes, Victoria, with this move to podcasting, you are now a content creator.
1: Ooh, so fancy. I have to add that to my business cards.
0: You know you know who my favorite content creators are? Who? Amateur Tumblr blogs. Okay. Sure. I'll There's a certain type, but I'll leave it to your imagination. All right. Anyway, um, it's YouTube. A lot of people are talking about YouTube this week because, and actually, I kind of got affected by this too. I was already kind of having a meh day yesterday, and then I get home, and I get not one, not two, but three emails from YouTube that are saying, hey, guess what? You know how your channels were monetized by us, and like you could actually make money off of posting the things that you were making on YouTube? yeah. Yeah, not so much anymore because we're changing the monetization uh, through the YouTube Partner Program. Now we're going to require that your channels have 10,000 lifetime views. That was the the first time they changed the requirement, which was like, oh, I don't know, probably like three months ago because my main channel was like right on the cusp of that. I had like Uh (laughs) 9,990 or something like that. And so – I got enough in that time being to cross over that so they're like, "Yeah, you can make money again." And now, haha, we're taking it away. So they're adding to that you have to have 1,000 subscribers on your channel and for yeah, 4,000 hours of watch time in the past 12 months. And that so that means like those 1,000 subscribers had to watch 4 hours worth of your video each, if not some other type of mathing there. So Yeah. And that's the only way you're going to be able to make money. If you don't uh, meet these new goals, you will be removed from the YouTube Partner Program on February 20th. So obviously a lot of smaller uh, creators who have yet to find that special something that makes your show go viral. A lot of smaller creators are pissed. Uh, there's longtime people that have been in the network that are kind of like, well, we understand what YouTube is doing. You know, it's kind of like the, the more seasoned people are like, you know, good, get out. Not really. I'm, I'm – I'm not being fair with yeah. their quotes but you know what I mean Do like, you think
1: it has anything to do with that guy Posting that video of the dead body he found in the Suicide forest
0: It's you see it's I don't Know and I think it's a little bit controversial There obviously that whole thing Was fuckery like I don't I don't it even it was horrible it, 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 And like it wasn't Just that I mean don't get me wrong That was bad but then like you saw, you Surely you saw that other video of him And his other friend like just being jackasses All over the streets of Japan right
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't see any of them because I just I don't give a shit. Yeah. No. But um, like, yeah, my my little sister was my little sister was up in arms like this personally affected her, her whole entire being of a human. Like it was. So I got a million things forwarded to me from her on Instagram. Like, you have to boycott this person. I don't know who the fuck this person is.
0: Kids today. Kids today. I tell you, Victoria. Get off you- my lawn. YouTube celebrities is like a thing now. Like, kids- That's
1: what my sister wants to be. She wants to be a YouTube personality when she grows up. And I'm like, <laughs> can you go to college for that? Like, I don't understand. Wow. No, it's just – I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm sure it's a
0: viable thing. I mean, like, you know, obviously I'm doing podcasting. I mean, I don't make money off this. This is a hobby. But, you know, I just – I do the Twitch thing. I've made, like, coins off of Twitch. Not much, but enough to, like, you know, buy me a salad. Okay, hey. Hey. So, I, I like, I kind of get it in that regard, but, like, I don't know, like, I don't know who, like, your idols were growing up, but, like, I was watching Mr. Rogers, like, every day, right? Yeah. Mr. Rogers, Sesame Street, Square One TV, MathNet, that, that was the shit, right? That was all the stuff. Yeah. That was my jam growing up. But now it's, like, let's play Minecraft, and that's what kids are watching, and it's like Yeah, these, my
1: sister was super obsessed with Minecraft for a while, and I don't get it. <laughs>
0: these, these Let's Plays and the, these YouTube people are, like, are huge. And it's like, I don't, I don't know if I want to say I don't get it. Like, I kind of get it, but it's just, it's it's so off the traditional broadcast TV that I'm so used to. What is
1: this Let's Play? Like, do you, they just sit and watch people stream themselves playing video games? I don't understand.
0: Well, <clears throat> as someone who does Let's Play videos uh, Twitch TV slash Rob Roberts, <clears throat> thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you kind of, you, okay, imagine, like, you're going over to a friend's house to play video games, but you're not the type of person that likes to play, so you just kind of watch, and you might be kind of, like, asking questions, or talking shit, or saying, I don't understand, like, it's kind of like that, like, I would be your friend that's on the couch playing the game, but instead I'm in a little corner, and, uh, you know, if, if, Depending on the type of let's player you are, you might be interacting with your audience and like reading stuff from chat or even possibly talking to people on Skype or who knows what. Um, And so I think the guy who got really famous from this and I don't I don't particularly care for the guy because he's done a lot of really like shitty things. But PewDiePie um, is the one that most people know because he's got the huge audience. Right. But I if I'm not mistaken, he got big by doing these let's plays where he was basically screaming at the top of his lungs at scary games and people eat that shit up. Oh yeah, people do love the jump scare shit Yeah, but then it turned into this whole other stuff About the things that were coming out of his mouth When he was playing games And it's it's uh, not the type of stuff you should publish on the internet Got it yeah.
1: Damn, that's yeah. bad if he can't even publish it on the internet
0: Well, well, he, well the problem is he did <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so how did we get from that? Oh, yeah, so YouTube. So that's all the shit people are watching. So, uh, yeah, people wanted to make a little coin off of YouTube, and it's going to be a lot harder to hit that level. I mean, I don't know. Like, I I also kind of get the perspective of some people that are saying, you know, well, work a little harder to do a little better. But there's also a part of me that's kind of like YouTube has a lot of problems all over the place. And to kind of go back to the original question, is this because of YouTube guy who is a dickhead in Japan and all this stuff? Is this because of him? I don't think it's directly because of him. I think this stuff was in uh, the works for a while. But I think what happened there kind of exacerbates a lot of the problems that YouTube is having that they maybe hope this is going to curb. And that is Mm -hmm. that it's, it's a beast run wild. Nobody is really curating content on YouTube. So it's all algorithms it's algorithms that try to match if you have third party content and let me tell you those algorithms sometimes get it wrong it's it's algorithms that decide what's going to be pushed up to the top of the viewer list and all this other stuff you know
1: well it's the same problem people are having with facebook and especially instagram right now like every, a lot of my a lot of my cosplay friends are just bitching like all we want all we want instagram and facebook is things to be in chronological order that's all we want we don't need all this extra bullshit we just want chronological order <laughs> What
0: do we want?
1: Timeline. When do water. We want it now. Now.
0: We <laughs> should go protest in front of Facebook. Go, yeah, we're
1: gonna go picket things, and, and it's you gonna do be it, fun. If you do it in cosplay,
0: it'll get attention.
1: I'm already planning a like a protest costume thing. Are that, you really? We're doing suffrage at Disney Princesses, and I'm super excited about it. Anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, is was oh, that a secret thing you were not supposed to tell me about yet?
1: No, I mean, like, I'm kind of, I posted it on Facebook and stuff. Like, we're doing, I, I organized this group of, of my cosplay friends that we're all doing a group of Disney princesses as though we were um, suffragettes.
0: Hmm. So,
1: we're all, and we're all going to have picket signs that have, like, that say something that has to do with our character or the movie that we're playing. So, I'm doing Aurora from Sleeping Beauty, and my sign is going to say, Stay Woke.
0: Oh, uh, I, I like that. That's good. Right
1: it's relevant it. it works with the with the character and it's kind of funny I don't know Perfect. that's just me being stupid anyway I didn't mean to derail, derail with my stupid bullshit go ahead okay
0: continue. something people need to learn about this show on episode one these derailings are going to happen all the time a lot <laughs> just so you know like it's not going to be like an episode of family guy or difficult people where the pop culture references like happen so often that you kind of like get annoyed with it at least I hope not but yeah, I hope so it's going to be a little bit like that <laughs>
1: I get I get distracted easily. It's like, ooh, something shiny over here. What? Yeah. Me too. That's pretty. Me that's too. basically what this is. So we're going to try our best to stay on topic, but sometimes we're going to derail, but we'll try to get ourselves back just, away from whatever we were just talking about.
0: That's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> so anyway, with this whole thing, YouTube says they're going to start to manually review Google preferred channels. And this is part of the advertising program that popular YouTubers are a part of. Uh, they're going to say ads are only going to run on videos that have been verified to meet our ad-friendly guidelines. So they're basically trying to crack down on all this stuff, which in one way I kind of get. But in another way, you know, you had all these people like your you know, sister that have these hopes and dreams of doing these big things on YouTube. And the barrier to entry is going to be a lot harder now. Um, yeah. I think there's other things people can do. I'm, you know, a lot of people have done Patreon and Patreon's worked well for people. Uh, a lot of people have their own shirts made, or if you're like an artist type, you might do like DeviantArt type of stuff. There's other ways you can kind of make coin if you want to. Uh, but, uh, you know, there was something about how easy it was to get your foot in the door with YouTube that is going away for a lot of people. But at the same time, do you know how much I've probably made off YouTube in the years I've been on it? Like how seven much? bucks. Probably, well, there's another salad. Exactly, Gee, girl. Seven bucks is like extra lettuce this day and age. <laughs> that's
1: true, that's true. You're right. That's very true. Well, um, we'll, we'll
0: see what develops from this YouTube thing. Um, uh, me personally, I'm I'm not investing anymore in YouTube. I I've no. already made money with Twitch. I mostly do games when I'm not doing this other type of. I mean, there's much more about me than video games, but you know, commenting on games is something I've done for a long time. So I'm going to kind of stick with that because. You know, I think it is much easier to get your foot
1: in the door with Twitch, but um, that's that. I mean, the only thing I really watch on YouTube are, like, sewing tutorials because I'm a nerd. Well, the? Really, <laughs> when I'm sewing at 2 in the morning, I need help. And my roommate's not awake for me to ask her questions. So I'm like, hey, YouTube, how do I fix this horrible mistake that I just made? There really is everything so.
0: on YouTube, but there's no competitor to YouTube. Like, no, I should say no viable competitor to YouTube. I, I know yeah. there's lots of video on demand type things, but nothing where you can kind of like upload your own, like, hey, here's silly people dancing at my wedding. Like, there's nothing like that. I mean, I guess maybe Facebook, but Facebook isn't really public. You know, it's, I, I don't think it's yeah. really
1: we've kind of found that real viable competitor for YouTube yet. That's the thing about social media. It's like, there's really only one big one of each type of social media, mm-hmm. you know? So you have Facebook and Facebook replaced MySpace. YouTube, excuse me. YouTube has been around for God knows how long, but like you always have that one for each type of, um, for each type of like social media, you have like Reddit and you have Tumblr and all that shit. And they're all very different. But they all still fit under the same umbrella. But, like, at the same time, there's only one of each one. You know what I mean? Does that We're, make
0: sense? Whereas if I wanted to fly to Los Angeles tomorrow to see you and get on an airplane, there's probably six or seven different airlines I could take down there.
1: That's very true. Yes. And if you are going to fly in, don't fly into LAX because LAX sucks. No, oh, no.
0: Girl, I know better. I would never. LAX is a transfer airport only.
1: You would be taking the flyaway to my house because I'm not going to pick your ass up. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of travel, did you ever watch Lost? Only when you forced
0: me to, which I think was once or twice, but I didn't – I know you were really into it, and I didn't really get into it. My roommate at the time when I met you, Johnny?
1: Yeah, yeah. I know Johnny and I would watch it together, and we would would gossip.
0: And that's it. I would Um, get exposed to it that way, but I never really watched it. But in classic Rob fashion, I fell down a Wikipedia hole one night, and I read everything that happened.
1: Okay, that's, yeah, I mean, that's basically all you really need. That probably saved you a lot more time and frustration than I had with it. I'm not one of those people who hates the ending of that show, but, um, you know, I, I understand why they did the way that they did. But anyway, my point bringing up Lost is that I read somewhere that there are talks of possibly making a Lost reboot, and I don't know how I feel about that. Um, from what I read, it said that it was like on the table of things that might possibly happen, but probably won't. Um, but it got me thinking about all of these reboots and, you know, oh, let's make let's make the Lion King live action. Let's make the uh let's make all these Disney movies live action now. Let's okay, reboot okay. this, let's reboot that.
0: But girl, 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 Beyonce is gonna be in the Lion King. Oh,
1: I know, I know. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm okay with the Lion King like being a reboot also that cast is fucking stellar yeah like aside from Beyonce who is the queen and we should all bow down to her uh-huh um, no it's it's you've got, what Donald Glover um freaking John Oliver is gonna be Zazu it's gonna be so good and then you have um uh uh uh, uh what's his name oh my god Darth Vader what's his name like that I guy James
0: name? Earl Jones
1: thank you I was James something I kept wanting to say like don't even i don't even know but like he's reprising his role as mufasa i'm like fuck yes this is going to be so good but i don't like i think there is too many like we're trying to reboot too many things like or let's make a sequel to a movie that nobody ever asked for um let's like wh- what's wrong with creating new content and new going back to this whole creating content thing what's wrong with creating new things for the audience and like for people to love it's like are we getting to the point where we're all getting so stupid that we can't handle anything new and exciting we have to have like what's familiar and old it's just i don't know i don't know how i feel about all this but
0: but at the same time who sounds like she's ranting from her porch bench as he's swinging back and forth drinking franzia wine out of a mason jar don't judge my life Here's the thing; th- those reboots are doing really well. Like that Beauty and the Beast live action remake that they did made which was fucking terrible, by the way. Buckets of money. I didn't hate. Well, here's okay. Here's my thing with Beauty and the Beast. That is my favorite fucking animated Disney film. Okay, that is that is mm-hmm. like like I cry like a baby at the end of that movie every time. Yeah. So I was a little apprehensive when they just said they were going to remake it, but then uh, they said that Emma Watson was going to be Belle, which I was kind of here for. I have a
1: lot of problems with.
0: And then. They- but- and then they said Audra McDonald was gonna be in it and
1: that I was very happy with.
0: Yes, because like that was the only reason to watch the Sound of Music live thing with Carrie Underwood. Forget Carrie Underwood. She was, was the only reason one. to watch that. Um uh, yeah. but anyway, where was I? Oh yes, the Beauty and the Beast Remake. Okay, so I sit down on my seat, the movie starts, and uh, you know, it starts with uh the, the da 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 du da, da, mm-hmm. You know, the whole song about Belle, right? Yep. Okay, I almost walked out right after that song was finished because I was like, this sucks. This, that was horrible. That was was the most horrible thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And not to be dramatic or anything, but at that moment, it was because I was, you know, so looking forward to them redoing my favorite animated movie ever. And that was horrible. But I didn't leave because I was with somebody else and I didn't want to make drama in front of, a friend because I try to be, you know, so I was just like, all right, I'm going to sit through this. And by the time they got to the castle and all the other cutlery was kind of introduced and they all started talking and then the movie started to deviate a little bit and kind of do its own thing. I was more into it. And by the end I would say I liked it, but I didn't love it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, I go back on what I said. It wasn't horrible. I just have a lot of issues with it in general. Um, I will say that freaking luke evans can get it if anybody knows me they know that i have the giant a giant lady boner for gaston yes and uh luke evans can get it oh my god if he's looking for a nightmare but one exciting ride he found it right here okay (laughs) because damn um um but but like you know it it goes back (laughs) excuse me um it's like why do we need to reboot Will and Grace. It, it wasn't that great, honestly. As much as I love Will and Grace, wait, the what? reboot, not that great. Wait, you're bringing. you were saying Will and Grace is not that great. Yeah. The reboot is not that great. Oh. Oh yeah, Did the you reboot watch the, first, the re No, the the show itself, Will and Grace itself is a fucking jewel okay. in America's Shining Crown. Okay, okay. Okay,
0: thank you. This 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 is the Victoria I know because I was like, wait. No, no, when? no, I'm
1: talking about I'm talking about the reboot. She has
0: turned the, thy back on that which made her.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know, no, but like this whole reboot thing, it was not great. Um, I'm hesitant about the Animaniacs reboot. I don't know how I feel about all of these things, but it's like that's my point. It's like, what's wrong with coming up with new things? Why do we need Fuller House? Why do we need the Gilmore Girls extension? We don't need it. Nobody asked for it.
0: But people, I are, want something people new and exciting. Are, people are watching it anyway, and maybe some of it's the curiosity factor. You know, I think with Will and Grace, that's probably a lot of it. Um, I I don't know. Like, a lot of people are watching Will and Grace, actually. I think I heard the ratings are really good for that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've seen... I watched, like, the first four or five episodes. um, And, you know, I'll probably go back and finish it once I finish watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel for the third time. Um, And Glow for the 50th. And Glow. Oh, God, I love Glow. Um, Both of which are coming back in the spring, and I'm super excited about. Um, But... uh, yeah like why why can't we have new content like like glow like marvelous mrs measle you know it's like i'm fine with like adaptations of books and things being made into tv so you have what game of thrones handmaid's tale alias grace you have all of these fabulous books uh, being turned into television and the good place
0: which would be and the good place the best thing on my jam the best i'm thing. going to
1: cosplay as janet one of these days because janet's my favorite fucking character on that show <laughs>
0: I have a coworker so that's. I have a coworker that sounds just like Janet.
1: Oh my god, that's amazing! And every can you time, call her Janet actually,
0: because I would. She actually says hello there, and I kind of like do like a double take, and I'm like.
1: <laughs> like, did Janet just pop up? Yeah, I kind of. Do you have know, to know your A B me. Janets? Like. <laughs> I'm that's ha- my favorite line from that show. When Janet gets rebooted and Chidi asks her, "Janet, can you recite the English alphabet?" and Janet goes, A.B. B Janet." And then Eleanor goes, well, see, she knows her A.B. Janet's. That's my favorite line (laughs) from that stupid show. (laughs) That was good. I've watched the first season of freaking Good Place way too many times. Anyway, like, those are all amazing shows that either, I mean, I don't mind the adaptation so much, but it's like, why do we need reboots? We don't need it. I want, give me something new. Give me something fresh. I want something you know that's gonna be exciting. That I don't know what's gonna happen, or that it's not characters that I've seen a hundred times because I've obsessed over the shows, the, the the first you know iterations of their shows. I want so I want a new a new character to fall in love with. I want a new hashtag cosplay goals.
0: You say that, but then all they have to do is say okay, but the Lion King, but this time with Beyonce, and it's met with
1: yes. I was super. Ask anybody. I was super against the Lion King because I was like, "It's gonna look as terrible as the Jungle Book did. Like, it's gonna look that bad with these animatronic or these um, CGI animals speaking with their mouths moving. It's just gonna look bad." And then they said Beyonce, and I was like, "Well, fuck it, I'm on board." <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's it just takes had, it just takes you had the, me at Beyonce. It just takes
0: the right thing to make it work,
1: and it's usually Beyonce.
0: <laughs> yes. Although if they I've did... her
1: three times the well, She's amazing.
0: Now, what if Gaston was in the Lost reboot? Would you then be on board?
1: I don't know. Probably not. Ooh. Ooh, harsh. <laughs> if, if Luke Evans was in it... Luke Evans is going to be in, a, like, a serial killer period piece on TNT, and I'm super excited about it. Like, you give me anything with fucking murderers in it, and I'm all about it. But, um... Murderers and Beyoncé. That's Victoria in a nutshell. <laughs> um... <laughs> honestly, though. Um, but you know, I don't know. That's just how I feel. I just, I, I try and watch the reboots of things that I, that I liked once or that I do like, and you know, okay, maybe it'll be just as good, but it never is. It's like, okay, you tried. Like that first episode of Will and Grace was so stale. It was so packaged because they did, it was all about, they they tied it into that like preview that they did where Karen was like, I'm voting for Donald Trump. And then, you know, it was all about how, like, grace had to read de- redesign the oval office for donald trump and like she brought a packet of cheetos and she's like i want to see if the fabric's gonna match his complexion it's like okay ha ha, this joke's been made a million times before so it was like things like that where i was just like okay this is not a good way to start off this this reboot like it's not putting a good taste in my mouth as far as content goes
0: i was kind of excited when i heard they were gonna bring back roseanne with their original cast because i like grew up on that show and my mom and i used to watch that all the time It was like the golden girls for several years and it was roseanne for several years after that but the more i hear my mom too but the more i hear about the roseanne reboot i start to go oh but they're letting crazy roseanne take over and i'm not so sure i'm on board anymore
1: Yeah. And it's like, oh, like, like same thing with like the Will and Grace thing. It's like they pretended the whole seventh season never happened or the eighth season never happened. They pretended that whole last season with Roseanne when she like Dan was dead and they won the they'd never really won the lottery. Like all that never happened. So it just seems like they're it's like these people trying to be going back and being like, oh, let's fix the mistakes that we made because everyone was bitching and moaning about it. Like that's kind of what it seems like instead of just being like, okay, yeah, we fucked up. But the whole like the show on the whole was amazing. So I don't know. Okay, but it on the flip side,
0: good. I can think of a few times where reboots are a great thing. Okay. Um, okay. Lay it Bro- on me. Broadway revivals.
1: Okay, that's different though.
0: Unless it's that's cats. Different. Cats does not need to come back. I don't understand why no, cats, cats is can, coming back. Cats
1: can. We need to have cats turn into roadkill. Okay, just stop it.
0: Okay. Um, uh, I can think of another. Uh, when when game shows come back, you know, I love me some old game shows. So I like when they reinvent game shows. Usually
1: like but see that's 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 also very different that's not recreating content that's recreating you know a game so bringing back let's make a deal like that's that's See, different okay, than that's like a, bringing back Will and Grace.
0: That's a good example of a good one. Like the Let's Make a Deal is a good one. The New Family Feud is pretty good. I mean, it's starting to get a little stale like the things that always make Steve Harvey tell a yeah, joke.
1: It's, it's, oh, it's a sex joke. It's an obvious yeah, answer with a like, sex joke.
0: Yeah, it's just, but but its first year it was great, right? And then um, yeah. you know the the new Match Game's pretty good, but then there's sometimes really bad ones. Like when they tried to bring back Pressure Luck and it was like a completely different type of shit. No. No, it, I'm sorry. Yeah. It just didn't work. Okay.
1: They tried to fix it for when that guy cheated and won all that money. Yeah. Like that's what they're trying to be like. No, we fixed that shit.
0: Um, but Hollywood Squares is one of the worst. Anyway, I can talk about I can talk about old game shows all the time. But here's the other one. Here's the other one that works. Reboots. Reunion no, we- tours. Namely the Spice Girls.
1: Okay, but that's different. That's not <laughs> that's not the same thing. That's a completely it's like that's like doing a, a revival of a Broadway show. Like, yes, it's it's the same show, but they're bringing a fresh new, like, attitude to it. It's so, like when they did the revival of Les Mis, so fucking good. Yeah. Well, not the one, not the not the one on Broadway that I saw. That wasn't that great, but like the tour that I saw, fucking amazing. But like, and like bringing back Hedwig, that was considered a revival. You know, all of these things. Um and, like, bringing back a, you know, a Spice Girls reunion tour or, you know, whatever. I'm just that's saying. That's not the same thing as a reboot. That's I'm, a revival. I'm just saying. Like,
0: it's. You know how they say that when you die, you see all of the highlights in your life? Like, I will just relive the 10th anniversary Spice Girls reunion tour.
1: Yeah. I'm super jealous I didn't get to go to that. Uh, but, I mean, but you see you see what I mean when I'm saying they're different, right? Like, you understand. Yeah, what
0: I know. I do. I do.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I just see all these things come up on Facebook and, you know, I'm just like, "Eh, why? Well,
0: let's talk a little bit about Facebook because
1: Facebook. Okay. Here's the thing that
0: annoys me the most on Facebook. Well, there's a lot that annoys me on Facebook. Actually, there's a lot of things. Actually, there's like uh, probably like 99% of Facebook is annoying, but yet I, I seem to use it all of the time anyway. But one of the most annoying things is that I go to Facebook and it always has to let me know. So-and-so is live right now. You can turn that shit off. Can you really? Yep. Oh, my God. I'm learning things here on Shaking and Crying. No, I didn't even know you could turn that off. Oh, my God. I'm going to do that right after the show. Oh, my God. Because, you know, it's just like, I mean, in some circumstances, it's neat. Like, I had a friend of mine that did a live video when the hurricane was going on in Florida recently. And she uh-huh. was doing updates because all she had was her cell because the power was out. And she was like, hey, I'm fine. Here's my cat and all this stuff. And I thought like, that was like the best use of the live video thing I'd ever seen. Absolutely. But um, there, there's, there's just a lot of other stuff that's kind of like, I, uh, I, just give me the too long, didn't read. TLDR. Like, I need the TLDR on right. this video, right?
1: Well, then the problem with like, the Facebook Live thing is then you have fucking psychopaths going on Facebook Live to kill people.
0: Oh, God. Oh, God. No. Oh, horrible. Do not want. All right. Look, like, terrible. Do well, not want. Well, Facebook Please is, go away. Well, Facebook is going to be, and this is what else is in the news this week, is that the live videos apparently are popular, and they get six times the interaction over other videos. Yeah, because you shove them down everyone's throat. But anyway, they're right. going to be doing a new feature that will be um, adding what they call the elements responsible for making live more engaging to non-live videos, and it's something called oh. Watch Party. Okay. Sorry. I'm just combining that with murder and getting murder party. But anyway, so watch party (laughs) is a tool that will let you, I guess you can post any public video on your group. So you create a group, you post any public video, and then you watch it together at the same time. And you can leave your comments and reactions. And, like, you know how, like, when people will click – like, every time Donald Trump does a press conference that's live on YouTube – or, excuse me, live on Facebook, the angry face emoji shows up, like, 5,000 times, right? Yeah. Like, you could be able to do that with these videos. Rad. Whatever it is you're watching. So that's it. I was
1: going to do that with my friends. Like, my friend and I would log into Netflix, and she'd be in San Francisco, and I'd be in L.A., and I'd be like, okay – On the count of three, press play, and then we'd watch a movie together. So, like, that's – I guess it's an easier way to do that now.
0: Did you know that years ago – now, I know you're not as big a gamer as I am. I know you play some games, but I know you're not as big a gamer as I am. Did you know a few years ago on the Xbox 360, with the Netflix app on the Xbox 360, that was actually something that was built in? You could connect to your other friends that had Xbox 360s, and you could actually – you would do this. You would just be connected through your headsets in the party, and you could watch Netflix together. And it was, like, the best thing. Oh, that's so thing. rad. Yeah, they took it away. Ugh, bitches. And fucking I don't... Na- fucking Xbox. I don't, well, I don't, know if, I don't know if it was necessarily Microsoft's fault. It might have been, like, a Netflix decision. It might have been a licensing thing. You know how these things get really weird when it comes to, you know, all the things. Like, okay, you know that those warnings at the beginning of movies that nobody reads, right? One of them is that you're not FBI supposed to... FBI warning. Okay, yeah, the FBI warning. You're not supposed to publicly play those movies without you know, giving a kickback to the distributor, you face a huge fine. You and I did Rocky Horror for years and years, right? You're supposed to, you can't, you're not supposed to just show that in a movie theater under the radar and expect to get away with it. Like 20th Century Fox or 21st Century Fox or Disney now or whatever it is, they want a cut of those theater profits, right? No matter how Uh old that movie is. So I wonder if it's something like that coming into play where now that you're all talking on party chat, it's considered like a public Viewing of the game or uh, of the movie or whatever it is, yeah, maybe, uh, but I don't know. I think it's who knows, it's complicated. Who knows? The The point is, we had it and they took it away. Damn the man,
1: yeah, damn them. Ah, Shakespeare's fist, five. Ah, five.
0: Uh, All right, Ugh. we have a little more news and then uh, that's going to be a show.
1: Okay, so, so I'm sure you've seen this and it drives me nuts and I don't understand people or children or fads. Why are people eating laundry detergent? I don't. I love why. I'm sorry.
0: I love this meme. I love. No, not now. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't like you're an idiot if you actually eat these things. Okay. Like obviously, obviously you don't eat laundry detergent. Okay. But I find these memes where like people are photoshopping like the Oreo flavor tide pod.
1: (laughs) That was pretty funny. I saw that one. Right? That was or, pretty
0: great. Or there was one I saw today that was a picture of Guy, F- Guy Ferrari. What's it? Guy Fieri? That him? There's yeah. There was a picture of Guy Fieri standing next to a sign that said diners, d- drive ins, and Tide Pods. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, and somebody went to great lengths to edit the video so that it looked like it was the intro to his show, except he was snacking on Tide Pods. And I, I
1: thought, <laughs> <laughs> right? See? That's, that's so funny. good. Bitch, that is funny. It's funny, yes, but there are people, and I'm assuming teenagers or dumb people or whatever, out there actually eating this shit. Oh, that's... And then, like, now, have you seen, like, I saw another one that went around that was, like, um, it was, like, a t- picture from a Target or whatever, and they had them in, like, these protective, like, plastic cases, and you had to have somebody come and unlock this shit. Like, it's fucking Sudafed, and you're going to go make meth with it. Like, <laughs> This is this is where we're at as a society right now.
0: How how else are people supposed to get those four thousand hours on YouTube? Like if I <laughs> want if I wanted to be famous, I just have to eat a Tide Pod, Victoria.
1: Apparently, um, hey. Also, did you know there are cotton candy in your in your walls? All you have to do is break <laughs> open your walls, and there's full of cotton candy in there. <laughs> First, like off. I don't understand. People, just do me a favor. Stop. Fucking eating Tide Pods, okay? But keep doing the memes because the memes are funny. Yes, the memes are funny. Eating Tide Pods is not funny.
0: But you have to know the difference. Do you think the problem is, Victoria, and why these things are getting locked up at Target and all this stuff, do you think the problem is that kids don't know better? So it's like we're setting a bad example for children.
1: Okay, but you should know better than not to eat fucking soap. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that was a punishment when I was growing up. the 1950s your mom's not going to wash your mouth out with soap whenever you see a bad word. Like I but, don't understand it, but to she me, will. This is Darwinism she, at its best.
0: She won't make you eat a bar of soap, but she will shove a Tide pod up your ass.
1: Have a Tide pod enema on me. Thanks. <laughs> um, But like this is Darwinism. Okay. Eat your Tide pod. That is, that is nature trying to thin out the herd. Have- there are far too many people on this planet as it is. Maybe this is the new plague.
0: I have one other observation about this whole thing. Why are Tide what? Pods getting all the attention when Cascade has dishwasher soap pods that look even prettier?
1: <laughs> because there's only one color in those instead of two like in the Tide Pods. No.
0: Have you seen like the Cascade Platinum with Dawn? I don't have in a dishwasher. S- with Dawn? In- oh, no. There's, there's like three colors in those. They're Ooh, pretty fancy. I know. Right.
1: So maybe you kids should go out there and eat the cascade and maybe you'll shit rainbows or something. I don't know. No,
0: don't don't actually eat. I don't want to get sued on our first episode. So obviously, obviously you don't eat any of this stuff, uh, not even for views because it could be dangerous. You could I it's guess- like
1: this is why people consider us to be the dumbest country in the world. Not because not only because we elected a fucking moron. As our president, but because these little dipshits are here eating fucking laundry detergent. (laughs) I don't understand it. Like, I'm sorry. If that was me as a kid, I would have gotten my ass whooped for even trying to reach into the fucking box of Tide. You know how
0: expensive
1: those things are? (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's what I'm saying.
0: Tide pods ain't cheap.
1: No, Uh, they are not.
0: No, they are Um, not.
1: But yeah, I don't understand. I don't I don't get it. People are dumb. Um, stop fuck eating Tide Pods. Don't eat the cotton candy that's in your walls. Stop being dumb.
0: All right, all right, all right. Put the put the wine mason jar back in your mouth and, and settle down, Victoria. It'll Sorry, be okay. I get heated
1: over stupid people.
0: All right. Just ha- chew on this Tide Pod. You'll feel much better. All right. Oh my
1: god, I feel so much better already. <laughs> Anyway, so
0: this is the part of the show where we would usually do tweets uh, at our Twitter account, at Shaking Crying, and we would also do your comments from vognetwork.com, but um, well, this is the very first episode of the show, so we don't have tweets, we don't have comments, so we have to make it up. So we thought we'd do something uh, that's kind of related to something going on Twitter right now. And this has to do with a Twitter campaign. You know, these things happen once in a while. Like that guy on Twitter who uh, wanted to get all the retweets to get chicken nuggets from Wendy's, right? Yes. You heard about that, yes? I did, yes. Okay. So apparently uh, a a gal on Twitter whose name, uh, her handle is Erica Elizabeth, but it's kind of spelled funky. She made a tweet to the actor David Harbour. Do you know who David Harbour is? Nope. Okay. David Harbour is in a Netflix show called Stranger Things, which is great. Oh,
1: I don't watch the Stranger Things.
0: Oh, you should, girl. It's so good.
1: The kid with the teeth bugs me. I don't I don't
0: know. No, he's he's they're cute. All the kids are cute and and they I think any of the annoying stuff in the first few episodes like kind of calms the fuck down when shit gets crazy and especially in the second season. Like okay. they're all cute in the second season. You should give it a shot. Give it another shot. <laughs> and plus, you need to understand why everybody's obsessing about David Harbour because Pardon my friend; she's a total dilf. Okay. So just saying, there's like a lot of, there's a lot of people on Twitter that are very interested in David Harbour for a lot of reasons. So anyway.
1: Thirsty. They're thirsty for a drink of the Harbour.
0: That's Oh yeah. I like that. All right. Yep. So anyway, uh, and you have to look up the gif of him dancing from the second season and I'll just leave it at okay. that. Okay. Okay. So Erica Elizabeth tweeted and said, what would it take to get at David K. Harbour to be the officiant at my wedding in September? And get this. David Harbour actually responded, 125,000 retweets, provided the date works with season three shooting schedule. I will get ordained and perform the ceremony. I get to read an esteemed love letter of my choosing. And after the cake is officially cut, I get the very first piece. Hashtag all the cakes. So breaking wedding tradition there and demanding that he receive the first piece because he's the famous one. Sure. But honestly, those are all reasonable demands. <laughs> yes. To have David Harbour do your wedding, all reasonable demands. By the way, that tweet is up to over 127,000 retweets. So she got it. She got it, fam.
1: That's awesome. Good for you, Erica. Good da- for you.
0: David Harbour's going to do that wedding and hopefully do the first dance with the new bride. But we'll see. So, uh, yeah, but but that's a campaign that worked. But uh, have
1: you ever, like, I don't know, would you would you let a celebrity do your wedding, Victoria? It depended on the celebrity honestly Mm -hmm. um it would depend on who the celebrity was beyonce obviously um but i mean the queen would never do that she just she's above that yeah she's above Um, that she's never gonna do that and that's and that's fine i'm fine with that like i'm i'm not good enough to stand in her shadow like that's totally fine i understand that Mm -hmm. um but i would it would depend on the celebrity though like would i let rupaul officiate my wedding you bet your fucking ass i would um
0: you might be able to get michelle visage
1: i'd rather have rupaul Honestly.
0: Well, but what if Rue said no? Would you take Michelle Visage?
1: Yeah, I take Michelle. Okay. Um, but you know, it's like obviously you, you, you know what I really want. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would, it would just like if it, and it was if it depends on if it's a celebrity that I want to bang cuz then I might want to ditch whoever I'm marrying for said celebrity. <laughs> like if it's Jeremy Renner, get the fuck out of the way, hubby to be. I'm marrying the Renner, okay? And those arms. Thanks. And I I I would assume my 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 husband to be would understand be very understanding of that. Well, but here yeah, yeah, I would think
0: well here's here's my logic. If you and your hubby to be have that list, the infamous list. I don't know if you've you've heard this Oh yes,
1: mm-hmm. the 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 celebrity the, the celebrity pass list. Yes,
0: the the list of like 5 to 10 depending on your arrangement celebrities that you automatically have a pass. Like if you if you cheat with that celebrity, it's it's forgiven up front, right? So and this yeah. is, you have to do what we're, look look some people out there are going to be judgy when they hear that. But every everybody's got to do what works for them, right? Exactly. So here's the thing, though, is that I would think your hubby-to-be would be smart enough to, like, make sure that, like, whoever's going to officiate the wedding is not on the list.
1: True. I mean, yeah, that would be stupid if, if he was like, yeah, okay, honey, Jeremy Renner can totally officiate our wedding. Yeah. Why Why are you dumb? Don't be dumb. Yeah, I'm going to leave you for him.
0: Now, I already got married, and we did a courthouse thing because uh, we – actually, it's coming up on our first anniversary. Did you know that? Uh, ja- January? Yeah, I did know that. January 19th. We got married the day before.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember
0: that because yeah. you didn't want
1: to get married and you wanted to get married in Obama's America. Yes,
0: that is, that is what happened. So we got married January 19th, and uh, – but we had talked for – you know, because we knew we were going to get married for a long time. We talked before that, and I – I always kind of joked, like I wonder if because one of my heroes growing up, not in a thirst way, okay, you you got your thirst things, but one of my like one of my idols growing up and somebody who had a big impact on my life was singer and songwriter Alanis Morissette. And okay, I would have loved for her to officiate my wedding, and she can be high when she does it, if that helps her. Uh, but I would have loved that. So I guess I can always hope for a vow renewal. But you did, you did get to, you did
1: get to sort of meet Alanis recently ish
0: oh god when you girl, did, that was like when you six did that years video ago. thing that was like six years ago yeah it that was, wasn't six years ago that was a long time ago it was at least because it was when I was with my old employer because I remember I had to leave work partway through the day so okay so here's the thing somehow I don't even remember how this happened the Huffington Post live thing I don't even know if they're still doing anything they found me on Twitter and they they contacted me and said hey we noticed you're an Atlanta super fan would you want to tweet her or I mean would you want to ask her a question live and I'm like it does is the Pope Catholic of course I would so I had to leave work early to make this thing and uh yeah I got to ask her a question and um I you're putting me on the spot I don't even remember what the question was it had to do with her changing the words oh I know what it was I remember it she you know she officially retconned the lyrics to ironic like her biggest song right yeah uh, the original... Because none of those things were ironic? Well, yeah. no, 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 no. had nothing to do with that. And I don't think they were supposed to be. But, like, um, there was a, a, a line in the song that went, it's like meeting the man of my dreams and then meeting his beautiful wife, right, in the original song. But she changed huh. her lyrics at some point to say, it's like meeting the man of my dreams and then meeting his beautiful husband. And she said that is officially the lyrics now. And I think that was around the time the Jagged Little Pill anniversary thing came out. So anyway... Yeah. I remember asking her a question about that, and I said something about, like, what was your favorite wedding? And I I, I said that I knew she'd been ordained to do it. What was her favorite wedding that she'd done? And sadly, she hadn't done any yet. But she she seemed to still like the question. She kind of used it as an opportunity to talk about how she did it to support her friends and all that, and I think she was happy to be able to talk about that, so. That's awesome. Yeah, wow, that was a bit of a tangent. Alana's story, cool.
1: Yeah, I mean... The coolest thing for celebrity is I kinda smoked weed with Katya. So that was kinda rad.
0: Cool. Party.
1: I mean that's that's my party. That's my like celebrity ish story. I, I guess... met Katya a few weeks ago. I was in her music video and she was smoking weed outside of the venue and I was like, Did you bring enough for the rest of the class? And she goes, Why do you want some? And I'm like, I mean, if you're offering.
0: <laughs> wow. So
1: yeah, Katya's super rad. She's awesome. Did you anyway. hear
0: you hear though she's taking a big break? Oh no. Yeah, she might have. she might have had too much weed. She's she's uh taking a break. You gotta read up on this. She's uh announced that she's taking a mental health break. Uh it was very serious. Like she kinda from drag? Uh yeah, she's taking a break from everything for to focus on her mental health and I think her sobriety. Good for her. Yeah, no, I think I you know, you gotta do a girl's gotta do what she's gotta do. So uh and I think now I is mean a she's
1: good- a lovely person. Yeah,
0: and now's a good time because the focus is gonna be on these queens that are on All Stars three. So if there's yeah. any good time for her to just R&R, I think this is a good time for her to do it. Anyway.
1: Yeah. She can support her future wife, Trixie Mattel.
0: Yeah. Where, where, where were we? Oh, yes. Wedding officiants. You know, we did look up, though. I don't even remember how this, this one came up. You're going to be like, what the fuck, Rob? We looked up how much it would cost to see if we could get Lori Beth Denberg to do it. Oh, my God. Do you know who she <laughs> is? I don't even know how. I think I read about it on Facebook or something. That, that, For like... those
1: of you who don't know, Lori Beth Denberg was on a beautiful show in the nineties um called All That. Mm-hmm. And then she also um was also a guest panelist on um the game show Figure It Out. So she's done she's done small parts in movies, she was a small part in accepted. Um, but that's who Lori Beth Denberg is just in case you guys don't know.
0: Yeah. She knows. She's like Nickelodeon queen from the 1990s basically. Yes. Yes. And that's, uh, that's the neat, need- what was her damn segment called? The need to know news or.
1: Oh, it was, um, Oh God. Wasn't feel... it misinformation? Something like that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's it. That's it. A vital, vital information.
1: Vital information. That's what it is.
0: That's it. Anyway, that's the vital information you need to know
1: <laughs> about Lori Beth Denberg.
0: Well, on that note, I think it's going to bring us to a close of our very first episode of Shaking and Crying.
1: Shaking and Crying, Shaking and Crying. How Thank you again, it? Steve, for our fabulous name.
0: Thank you to everybody who really did that test because uh, we did yes, like an episode. Yes, we really
1: appreciate it. Yeah,
0: we did an episode zero where we didn't really have a name and we asked for feedback and we got it. We got the good, bad, and the ugly.
1: We did. And I'm, I know that this Shaking and Crying was not on that list of names, Um, but I think those list of names were just kind of ones that Rob and I were throwing around just kind of like, well, we have to have a title. These ones kind of work. Um, but shaking and crying really does speak to the show on the whole. And then it speaks to Rob, uh, the, my friendship with Rob. So, you know, it's this one, it was the winner. And so thank you to everybody who listened and filled out our little survey. When it's Um, right,
0: girl, it's right. What? I said, when it's right, girl, it's right
1: it's when it's right it's right and this is just this is this is Cinderella's slipper fitting on the right foot so um thank you to everybody who listened and thank you to everybody who listened to this one thank Yay. you for supporting our stupid little pipe dream it can
0: only go uphill from here
1: that's true i mean we are pretty much in the in the depths of everything so bear with us while we find our bearings and find our find our stride um but either way it's still going to be hilarious content and our little dog and pony romper room fuckery show. That's right. So So come brunch with us next
0: week and maybe, you know, at some point, hopefully we'll get guests to get in on this with us and dish and we'll have a lot of fun. that will be awesome. All right. So till next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.